0: Today we celebrate the Feast of Saint Bartholomew, or Nathaniel, and he, of course, is one of the Twelve Apostles. He's normally depicted as uh, one either flayed or holding a knife. So if you see our statue of Saint Bartholomew, he's third from the right, and in his right hand he's holding uh, a flaying knife, because he, after the ascension of Jesus and the Pentecost, uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit, he went out and preached across uh, to India, to minor Asia, and especially greater Armenia, where traditionally he is believed to have been martyred. And they skinned him alive, flayed him alive, and some say even uh, was crucified after that. Uh, you know, a, a gruesome death but one in which it was offered up out of love and out of great witness for the gospel that he wholeheartedly believed and preached. And so you know, today in honor of St. Bar- Bartholomew, maybe you can eat some prosciutto uh, or you know, even some figs with that prosciutto. Uh, St. Bartholomew is of course one of those apostles, all the apostles being these legendary figures, you know, as we heard in the first reading in the book of Revelation, when John sees heaven, he sees the heavenly city, the holy city of uh, Zion, there's these 12 foundation stones that heaven is built upon, of which there are inscribed the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. It's easy to think of these apostles as, you know, the saints, these legends that we make them out to be, Uh, and indeed, they are great saints, very important saints, upon which the church is founded. But we, we must not forget, too, that they, too, were human. They, too, were raised up by God, just like God seeks to raise us up to be those saints, those other stones, building up the city of heaven. I remember reading uh, one mystic's account of uh, the life of Christ, and he described seeing Bartholomew, or Nathaniel, as always one who would be the first to fall asleep. Uh, Whether they were camping outside with the apostles or at an inn, he was always the first to fall asleep and start snoring to the chagrin of the fellow apostles. And uh, there was one story there that, you know, uh, Jesus said when the apostles were, How does he fall asleep so fast? Jesus says, Because he's at peace with God and he has this simple heart. You know, whether or not this is true of Bartholomew's, uh, you know, life it's it's good to think about you know in what ways was he human and we see in today's gospel a little bit of his human side philip is one of the first uh, to meet jesus along with andrew and what did andrew do he runs to tell his brother peter or simon about the messiah has come and so philip does the same thing. Philip goes and finds Nathanael and tells him, we have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. And what's Nathanael's response? What's Bartholomew's response? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Not that he's being completely uh, disdaining of Nazareth, as if, you know, sometimes I hear in the U.S., see people, some people joke about certain towns in New Jersey. Uh, you know, can anything good come from there? Uh, it's not that Nathaniel's really trying to put down Nazareth, even though it's this small, out of place uh, town. It's that he knows the law and the prophets. And so he's thinking, I mean, the Messiah is supposed to come from Bethlehem. And you're saying, this Jesus is from Nazareth. Philip, instead of kind of getting into uh, an argument with him or you know, trying to explain, just says, come and see. Come and see for yourself. You know, he knew if he could just bring him to Jesus, Jesus will take care of the rest. And so they go on their way and before Nathaniel can even get to Jesus. Jesus, as he's approaching, says, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Now Jesus is referring to Nathaniel's comment there. Of, can anything good come from Nazareth? You know, that he's not being, uh, in a sense, just polite to Philip. He's, he speaks... His mind, you know, his mind and his heart uh, are aligned and his mind is expressed, is manifested simply, clearly. His words and his mind are one, just like God. Of course, Nathaniel is wondering, what's Jesus talking about? You know, here's a true child of Israel, who has told you about me, in a sense. So he's wondering, And so he asked Jesus, how do you know me? Jesus replies, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Now, Philip couldn't have told Jesus this. Nathanael knows this, and so he realizes, Jesus saw me when I was alone under that fig tree. The only other person there would have been Philip, and Philip has just returned after finding me. So he realizes Jesus has this hidden knowledge, this, in a sense, divine knowledge. And what does Jesus say, or what does Nathaniel say upon, you know, recognizing this? He says, Rabbi, basically recognizes him as, you know, a great teacher, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. So this is the first recorded uh, profession of faith by anybody in the Gospels, that Jesus is the Son of God, the King of Israel. Now, Peter also makes a similar profession of faith, and what's his reward? Well, he's given the keys of the kingdom of heaven. He's made, in a sense, the Pope. He's given this special blessing You know, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. But why doesn't Jesus do that here for Nathanael, give him this kind of special blessing or reward? Uh, Well, for one, it wasn't Nathanael's vocation to be pope. Uh, And secondly, Nathanael's profession of faith is a little bit different. Peter kind of makes it clear that he's professing Jesus to be God himself you know has divine nature whereas here with nathaniel is not totally the same son of god could be in a sense an adopted son of god just like we are adopted sons and daughters of god and then also nathaniel says you are the king of israel which is true he's of that line of david right but jesus is so much more than just the king of israel He's the king of kings. He's the king of creation. So Nathanael has a great starting point, but he has more to learn. And so that's why Jesus says, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. Amen, amen, I say to you. You will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Nathaniel didn't need miracles or great signs to see that Jesus was the Son of God. He had an open heart, a simple heart. But Jesus says, you will see great things. Your faith will be so firm that the church will be founded upon your faith. And indeed, later on, they will see he will see the angels of God ascending and descending upon uh, Jesus, you know, in the agony in the garden, uh, the resurrection in the tomb there with angels there, and then, of course, at the ascension of Jesus, many angels, armies of angels with Jesus there. And so Jesus' prophecy will come true. Nathaniel, or St. Bartholomew, is a great reminder, a model for us, to have a simple heart, to not have any duplicity within us, to be open to having that, uh, that childlike faith in Christ. And to allow Christ then to build up our faith, to be open to the gifts that he wants to give us. And, you know, that's what Nathaniel means. Nathanael means given by God, gift of God. And he was willing to receive this gift of faith because he took up another's invitation, that invitation by Philip. I've met Jesus, come and meet him, come and see. And we too are called to be like those apostles. Once we have found Jesus, he is something so precious, so good that we want to share him too. And that's why St. Bartholomew went to the far ends of the earth to share the good he has found, that good that did end up coming from Nazareth. And he even gave his life for it because not only did he receive something good, he received that love needed to share the good with others in Christ. And so, may we always take up that offer to find the good, to come and see. Come and see Jesus in his churches, wherever he is. He is always waiting in the tabernacle. Come and see him wherever he is calling you, depending upon your vocation. Come and see. And like St. Bartholomew, With the gift of fortitude, you too will be willing to share the good, even if it means you have to be skinned alive. St. Bartholomew, pray for us.
1: Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking, And God bless you.